0: Welcome back to the Finishing Touch podcast, talking about uh, Kyle Filipowski out of Duke, uh, I guess combo big man, uh, the number four RSCI rated recruit of his class, uh, averaged 15 spot one, uh, nine uh, points, nine rebounds, uh, 1.6 assists on 44, 28, 77 uh, shooting splits. Uh, Filipowski is not Somebody that I would have described as my cup of tea entering the uh, season, uh, but has been, I I must say, somebody that's probably changed my mind the most throughout the course of the year. Uh, He is uh, tough as nails. Has probably been Duke's best player this entire season, Um, certainly the most consistent one. Um, Not the most efficient scorer, but does essentially everything you can imagine on a basketball court. Uh, David, what were your initial impressions of uh, Kyle Filipowski? Uh, i kind of i kind of like
1: flip man. like uh he's the things that he can kind of do at his size are very interesting like his his handle he can chain together moves and and um he moves pretty well defensively like when he's he'll close out at full speed and then just be able to stop change directions as soon as the opposing player tries to attack the closeout and I'm just overall kind of impressed by his movement skills, I'd say. Um, and the, yeah, maybe that's just like a bias. Him. I don't know. Maybe I'm too, I don't know. I'm still figuring it out, but yeah, I think he brings a lot to the table. Um, he's kind of just like an all around good player. I think somebody mentioned it in the draft guy, like he's just like Jack or like Jack of all trades, master of none, type of guy. I don't know. Were you the low guy
0: on, on flip? That was me, your boy, doing the right in uh, the Kalabowski low. Yes, that was me, dude. I got <laughs> that one stuck with you. Um, yeah, no, he really is a, a a kind of a jack of all trades prospect, and um, it's somebody that I ended up liking a lot more than I thought that I would. Um, I wasn't. I, I was actually surprised to see that I was the lowest on the draft. Guy. I still have him in the twenties. Um, I can, but in a pretty large tier there, um, with a bunch of different guys. Uh, I think that the the pitch for Flip as being a like valuable role player on like a good team it feels pretty simple. Like, I think of all the like these like hybrid forward big guys in this class, Flip may have the easiest time actually playing minutes at center. I mean, he is just so strong and so tough, and he's huge. I and mean, he doesn't have quite the wingspan some of the other guys have, but or quite the the bounce. But he's just sturdy, and uh, he he is really sound defensively. And like you said, his movement skills are really good. Um, I, I probably have a bias towards that too. Like he just covers ground on the court. Well, and like, it doesn't look like anything is too hard for him a lot of the time on, uh, the defensive end of the court, at least. Uh, I guess the ultimate question is like, what kind of offensive upside does he have? Cause like you said that there's like a, a pretty large skill base there in terms of like being able to chain together dribble moves and just do stuff that a, a typical, like seven foot big man doesn't really do on a basketball court, but like how functional is that going to be in an NBA role, uh, what do you see is uh, Kyle Filipowski's like, offensive role in the NBA? How do you see him as an offensive player or prospect?
1: I feel like I'm kind of um, the opposite of you as far as, like, how you said you didn't think you would like him, and then you ended up liking him. I feel like I liked him a lot, and then I kind of, like, came back down to earth, like, just, like, realizing his weaknesses a little bit. Like like you said, like, how functional can he be? Um, yeah, he can. he can – chained together multiple moves like i mentioned earlier but then when he gets to the rim he's like not really finishing well uh he'll grab the miss from time to time he's a pretty good offensive rebounder but yeah the touch around the rim isn't like great and then just the touch from three his shooting in general has been kind of wildly inconsistent like the the mechanics don't look bad i don't think i'm not like a shot doctor or anything but like they look pretty solid but then you look at his shooting numbers and he's shot like 28% from three. I mean, that's not good, like, at all, if we're being honest. I guess the free throw numbers are, like, they're solid, man. There's nothing to, like, be super excited about in terms of, like, shooting projection. But, um yeah, the shooting isn't great. The touch around the rim isn't great. But then, like, he still just makes stuff happen, you know. Like, he's – despite all that, he's still – um average 15 a game like you said. I, he's, he's kind of an opportunistic scorer too, I'd say, like grabbing offensive boards and relying on putbacks and whatnot. But um yeah, and I I also kind of like his feel. Like I think he I think he's a pretty solid decision maker. Um he had I kind of I've grown to like this phrase a lot throughout this draft cycle, but zero second decisions, I, I saw some of those through just like Kind of knowing what he's gonna do with the ball before he even gets it and uh just making a play from there. But yeah, I just I just like his game as a whole, despite his whole or like obvious like weaknesses and whatnot.
0: Yeah, I think that's a, a pretty good summation there. I think that the the jumper is probably the first place that I I look to in his evaluation and that like yeah, the form doesn't look bad, and you watch him shoot it, and it doesn't seem like it would be uh the results would be quite as poor as they are um and then you actually watch the shots like hit off the rim and you're like oh my gosh like this guy is shooting like what seven threes 100 like per 100 possessions like that's crazy like dude stop shooting man like this is ugly um like, there's some really bad misses in the least like really yeah, i was gonna say breaks. that some really wild misses like straight backboard nothing else or just like long
1: from the corner and airball and stuff <laughs>
0: Yeah, we, uh, we don't get freezes in San Antonio very often, but I do have a specific memory as a kid of uh, getting a freeze and playing some basketball on a, a frozen driveway at my friend's house in our neighborhood, you know, one of us taking a shot from, like, way too far away and just, like, the ball literally flying through the backboard, like, taking the glass and, like, the, the backboard with it, leaving a hole. Like, there were some Filipowski misses that reminded me of that, um, which I wouldn't uh, – you don't want out of your potential first-round pick. Yes, <laughs> uh so that's I, I think that's really tough and i think that uh, the free throw numbers are good um or at least like certainly solid for a guy as big as he is um, but the the touch around the rim is certainly concerning um i think he ended up being somewhere close to like 51 percent or so on like non-dunk to, non-dunk rim attempts which is is pretty poor Like kind of puts you in the kind of like that Jalen uh kind of tier of like non-shooting bigs, which is not really a place that you want to be. Um, I think that what was really interesting to me about Filipowski's offensive profile was that, or at least his shot profile, was uh, looking at through synergies that he like is feasted on the, the highest value, like the, they're like, doing shot quality metric or whatever, they like, like the, high qual- the high shot quality shots and they have like their their medium shot quality and their low shot quality. Like their his, the high shot quality shots, like full pass, was shooting like 80% on them. It's like absolutely just like, cleaning it up. And then every other shot was just like in, in horrible, like 28%, like 27%, not, not great. And I think that um, anecdotally that fits well with what I saw on tape, but just in the idea that like when the circumstances are perfect at the free throw line or like it, it's spotting up in the corner and he's got like plenty of time to get off a shot Um, like the results are pretty good. And I think that over time you will expect that his general catch and shoot numbers to kind of stabilize a little bit and improve. But as soon as like the environment for hitting a shot becomes like slightly less than perfect, those results kind of go out the window. Like if he has to like sidestep a little bit, or if there's like some contact around the rim, or, uh, if he has to kind of like speed up his release to get it off, like the, the likelihood of that shot going in just like catapults, like not catapults, like it falls through the uh, falls to the floor. So, um, I don't know. I think that from an offensive standpoint, I can, I at least will, would expect him to space the floor a little bit, but as far as being like a, relying, a reliable scoring option in the half court, I, I really struggle to see that because I, I just don't see how he puts the ball through the hoop, or through the hoop at a consistent level and like NBA defenses, because you're just not going to have like seven or eight times a game where you've got like a perfect situation to shoot the ball. Like it's just not going to happen. Um, so, no, that's I got big questions there. But his passing, like you said, is good. And he's he's tall and has and can see windows that other people can. He makes decisions quickly, but like I guess you don't really need as much gravity if you can see over the top of a defense. But it would be nice to have some amount of scoring gravity. And I don't see how that ever happens. Do you think some of that like
1: disparity on like what was it? Like just like guarded versus unguarded shots is just like variance. Cause that's like that seems pretty wild that it's that big of a difference
0: um See, i think that it's uh i think some of it is obviously a small sample but i think a lot of it is just that like he is an incredibly stiff athlete like we saw we talked a lot about yeah. like durican and his stiff upper body i think that is the same way with flip but in a much stronger degree there's not a whole lot of like guile to his movements and there's not all like there's it's kind of like the idea how cars today are built in a way that when you get in an accident, like the frame of your car, I guess the, the exterior of your car just kind of crumples, and then but the actual, like, it's, it's to protect you, kind of crumples in so that they kind of soften the impact for the passengers inside versus cars 50 years ago were just built like bricks. and If you like crash into a tree, like the car is gonna look the same, but like everyone on the inside is dead. Um, yeah, that is kind of how if you flip and like if you he's just one of these old, like, 1960s, like sports cars where it's like, you know, if you like he he like, clips somebody it's like it's a, a disaster you know it totally throws him off course and I think that um that is I don't know I, I'm not really sure that's something that I would i wouldn't expect that something to be that would fix over time and like yeah he can become stronger and play through contact but it doesn't really affect it doesn't really change like that I just don't trust his touch in like non-ideal circumstances and if he doesn't have his speed underneath him and, and like a rehearsed motion, I don't think the touch is there like at all.
1: yeah. How, or I haven't like seen a lot of his high school stuff and I don't really like keep track of my like, grassroots stuff enough to really know like what was his reputation as a shooter, like touch wise coming in to his Duke season, yeah.
0: do you know? The reputation was that he it was like was a shooter. It wasn't that he like was this yeah, like enormously like uh it wasn't like Michael Porter Jr. or anything, but he was definitely viewed as a shooter. Um I mean my take of a, a flip. I didn't watch a ton of high school flip, but which is like, I didn't love his hands I didn't love his general coordination with the ball um I think that his handle is probably better than I gave it credit for but I think that point still stands and that like I just don't trust him to um like catch and finish on the roll in like a complex setting or to like make decisions on the perimeter or not decision make plays on the perimeter I trust him to make decisions just like how is he going to get the ball in the hoop besides passing to someone who can score um I think it's maybe a little bit too harsh for his offensive profile because he's been like, he's had like a 30% usage at Duke and he's been like a productive player. I just, um, I struggle to see when in, uh, in an NBA context, how his scoring translates in like a meaningful way. Um, but fortunately I think that he's a really good defensive prospect. And like i has been the big saving grace. Cause I, yeah, this is more, this is probably a better offensive season than I expected for flip, but um, is about on par for what I would have anticipated um defensively I think he's just been really really good um what were your what were your takes of him defensively
1: yeah I mean like I mentioned earlier I I was pretty impressed um by his just I don't know how to describe it like I've kind of described as like for big big guys especially like getting stuck in mud um like not being able to like kind of switch directions or change directions quickly especially laterally but um yeah, i just I was really impressed. Like some of his closeouts. I know that's like I don't know. That might be weird, but um, he would he would go in like full speed and then just like stop and like able to like shuffle back or and like funnel his uh, funnel the opposing player to help like kind of how he wanted to. And um, I think he's just like generally a pretty good team guy or like team team defensive prospect and coupling that with like his ability to kind of just in space as a big and he's he's just like an exciting defensive prospect like you said
0: yeah i think that the, the movement skills like his, his feet in particular are just really good like, i think there's there's not many situations this year where i felt like he was overmatched in space or trying to to hang with the guard on the, a guard on the perimeter um and that is just like super encouraging in terms of his one is ability to play the four. If he can actually shoot it a little bit as time comes along and then um, kind of build out his offensive profile from there. But like being able to slide up to the five and play in these like, hyper switchy, versatile, like, aggressive lineups. Um, I can see him thriving there so easily. And I think that that helps his value proposition so much. And like, if you can actually just, like make him the largest player on the court and now his offensive responsibilities are so much less and his, uh, quick decision making uh, as a is a roller is probably a little more valuable, um, and I think that's just an awesome, uh, an awesome type of player to target at the in like the second half of the first round. And um, and while I don't super buy the offensive upside, the, I think the defensive, the floor his defensive value gives him is, is really solid, and is like to the point where I just like if he shoots even a little bit, like I don't see why he's not a valuable playoff. Like, rotation player just on his defense alone and his ability to like just not only like hang in space and not hurt you but like actually have good hands and like make plays in passing lanes and like be a solid help defender and be at least formidable around the rim sticking his hands up but on top of that like, he's a great rebounder like he's like he really is like a, a genuine hybrid big um they can play for defensively and that is like that's like the whole thing right now like, that is that is what's in vogue. Like that is the, uh, the archetype you're looking for in terms of like a uh, hyper-functional role players. I think Flip fits the bill there. And um, if you are more bullish on his shot projection or just like of overall touch, I can see why. Some people even have him in like late lotto. Like, I think that that argument is not crazy to me. Um, I just am not quite there yet offensively, but I, I really like him as a prospect and especially a defensive one.
1: Yeah. I'm kind of, I've got the itch now after reading the whole like draft guide to kind of just like sit down and actually like rank people, but I'm gonna hold off, you know. Uh, uh,
0: do you have any, uh, I... having watched Flip, do you have any places that uh, kind of stick out to you, like fun destinations for him? Because I mean, I always think I, I think of Maxi Kleba when I watch uh, Kyle Philipposki. Yeah. Just in terms of like the functionality of role and kind of what they bring to a team. You know, I don't think he has the same kind of like vertical pop around the rim that Maxi does. And obviously, yeah. Maxi turned out to be a great shooter, but wasn't one originally. Um, like, I, I love the idea of him in Dallas. Is, how do you do you have any other uh, like role fits or team ideas for, for flip or places you want to see him? Which is an interesting comp. Uh,
1: yeah, the rim protection is definitely not as good in flip and then but i think he can also kind of just like do a lot more stuff off the dribble than maxi ever could so that's that's an interesting comp um but as far as team fits go honestly i didn't really think about it a whole lot i don't know if i have a great answer for you i haven't been able to like watch as many nba teams as i would have liked this season so i don't really know like the video or, like, what each different context around the league looks like and, like, where I would want him to land. Um, but Dallas could be interesting, yeah. we don't have meet, your first like, just... Does...
0: Yeah, does have their no. first this year, or is it? It's the next. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. Even, we don't even have a second. So oh, ugly, ugly. That's not well, the have Lakers it. then. The Lakers are my second option. There, they, I know they have the Pelicans pick, and he would be a fun Laker. Um, I think he would fit in well there. I mean, even if they don't have LeBron next year, um, yeah, I think he'd be a fun fit in L.A. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that that Filipowski is a really interesting bet, and um, while I may not be like jumping up and down off the table about him, um. I would be super excited if my team drafted him, especially if our intentions were to like win basketball games in the next three years, I would be jazzed because uh, he's one of the surest best in the class to, to help you do that.
1: Yeah. I think that's a pretty good overview of, uh, Kyle Filipowski. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, it's another digestible, concise, detailed summary of, um, his <laughs> season at Duke. And, uh, how we project him to look like in in the NBA, but we're gonna go ahead and end this episode and uh, move on to talk about some Derek Lively and that episode you can expect to see tomorrow, which should be Thursday, hopefully, if nothing goes wrong. Um, but with <laughs> uh, technology, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tyler, did you have anything you wanted to say before we go ahead and wrap it up?
0: I th- I think that's it for me on Flip. Um, yeah, I, I feel bad for not having liked him as much during the year because I think he's a really fun prospect and a fun player, and, uh, somebody that I'm excited to watch them develop in the league because uh, there's certainly a lot of questions about like how much does like a little bit of everything get you, and uh, like what things like from that can you actually grow from? Like I don't I don't totally know, but um, I'm looking forward to finding out. That's for sure. Yeah, the the guys uh, you guys ranked or
1: like the range for him was like 17 to 24 so like you said like everybody kind of feels similarly about him i don't think you're necessarily like the low guy on him i don't want to say that because i mean
0: like is there really that big of a difference between yeah. 17 and 20 exactly there's same not same. it's the same tier on my board at least yeah. be like 17 exactly. 24 the same thing so like, I, I definitely see the the value play and um yeah I, if the spurs drafted him in the middle of the first i'd be a little confused but uh I mean, there are a lot of teams he'd fit great yeah All right. Well, until
1: next time, this is Finishing Touch. Peace.